What's up, y'all? We're here with another episode with Kafaro Cast. We got the one and only Aaron Snyder. Hello. And Frank the Tank. Yo. And your host today, Luke Little Hulk Adio. <laughs> how come I don't have anything in my... How come he's Frank the Tank and I ended up with Sniggles? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Boss man. That doesn't seem fair. No. No. What are we going to talk about today? Well, you got me on here, so it can't be too educational. <laughs> <laughs> it's epical. It's very going to be um, entertaining. Um, well, we got a lot of things to talk about. We can talk about um, Justin Gaethje. I was uh, recently on ESPN, if you guys didn't see me. No, 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 no. Isn't he the highlight reel? Now you're yeah, the highlight well, reel. I, I'm, I'm on that coattail. <laughs> oh, Lord. And then uh, what else we got? We got a um, British Columbia hunt. I've never been to BC before, and I'm going with you guys, and um, I'm beyond stoked. I'm a little nervous. I don't really care for bear. I'm scared of bear. I already prepped Lander that you can't shoot and you're scared of bears. So he's... <laughs> nah, from from what I've talked to Lander, he seems like a freaking awesome dude and we're going to have a good time. He's funny. Yeah, he's funny. Well, and it it's the snow level has been like super, super high or, you know, there's just been a pile of snow. So he actually, we've delayed it. Well, it was three weeks and then we're bringing it back one week because um, well, your guy couldn't go. Yeah, the week yeah, later. The week later. So... I don't know exactly how much snow is up there, but I think now basically it'll be two and a half weeks later than I was there, three weeks later than I was there last year. So because of the snowpack, but yeah, it'll be fun. Um, and yeah, Lander is pretty, he's a very comical individual. And uh, you know what? It's good. You're Hispanics. There's a lot of nachos for yeah, dinner. Yeah, my peeps. Which is really just chips cheese and cheese. And chips and that's literally that's it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Like this is the appetizer? No, that's dinner. That's dinner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh Lord. What about the fight though? What uh, uh, had laid out for us? Man, so if you all don't know, check out Justin Gaethje. He's the highlight. He lives up to his uh, nickname. He's a, uh, you know, co-host of my show Gladiators Unleashed. But he is now top five in uh, the UFC lightweight division, and he just came off a huge win off of uh, the Brazilian Edson Barbosa on ESPN. <laughs> <laughs> and he um, he's a real deal, man. He's in line for, you know, a title shot. I mean, he, we might end up fighting the Diaz brothers, uh, you know, Khabib, Connor. Um, you know, he's about to make that money. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, Rogan, didn't Rogan? Didn't Rogan call him the most violent man in the UFC? Well, I, I think Rogan called him the most violent uh, man in the UFC, but I think Rogan called me the most violent man ever. His coach. <laughs> <laughs> That's where he gets it from. Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah, he did. He put a he put some on Instagram and called him that, and I mean that just blew up. And you know, I was I was trying to read all the comments, but there's not enough hours in the day. Um, and plus, you don't know how to read. So. Yeah, that doesn't help. Yeah. Someone, Someone was more. reading them to you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You're cruising for a risen break today. Oh, uh, yeah. But, uh, yeah, like everybody was agreeing yeah. to that. I'll, uh, I'll read it here. To be considered the most violent man in the mo in the most violent sport in the world is a fucking crazy position. But in my mind, Justin Gaethje is that man. Congrats on an incredible KO victory last night over one of the most dangerous strikers in the sport. And he beat his ass in like, what? Well, it was two minutes, like... Well, I turned no, my head and it was over. Yeah, I'm like, what like, the fuck just happened? Nobody has <laughs> ever done that in UFC history and to this guy. And I'm telling you, it's um, you know, Joe Rogan's very, very knowledgeable when it comes to any topic, and he hit this one bullseye. <laughs> well, I, I brought it up because we shot the other day together that the shit talking was down to a minimum. <laughs> 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 I was like, Aaron, you feeling okay? Mm-hmm. Yep. yep. <laughs> well, he said, uh, what do you think about Justin shooting? I'm like, yeah, it's pretty cool. He's like, are you just saying that because you don't want to get hit in the face? And I'm like, well, or the, or the kidney or the liver. In fact, just don't hit me at all. But it was funny because uh, 
His nose is so crooked and broken, you can hear him breathing going up that hill from like 150 yards out. Like oh, you yeah. could track him in the dark. Yeah, you think I got dark theater vision <laughs> problems. He's way worse. Like every every time I we stay the night at each other's house or at the fights, uh, he gets up in the morning, he has to wear these nose strips like an old man so he can <laughs> breathe at night. I'm like, what's on your nose? His nose has just been so just smashed. You know, he just can't breathe. and He's just super mellow, though. Like, he was making fun of him for his fashion appearance. And he goes, he just kind of looked back, oh, like, you know what you're talking about, Mr. Fashion or something. <laughs> yeah, he um, he's obviously probably the most, I mean, that kid's never been in a street fight before in his life. Yeah. And he's well, one of the most violent guys in the I, thing. But, talking you know, to Amy, you put him and I beside each other. Most people are going to pick me to win that don't know, unless they know what to look for. Broken nose, ears mm -hmm. solid as a rock. And I'm like, you know, honey, I'm tough enough. He would fucking crush me. I'm like, you got to figure his hands are so fast. Like I've a couple of my buddies that kind of have the same pedigree as him. I've watched in like a bar fight. Yeah. They'll hit a guy six or seven times before he even hits the ground. And his hands are arguably some of the fastest in history. Yep. Um, so, yeah, because Amy was asking. I'm like, look, just because he's. What probably? What does he weigh? One fifty five? Maybe one seventy. Yeah, yeah so one seventy. He's What's down his walking weight? around. One fifty five. He's a lightweight. Yeah. Yeah. So even let's say one sixty five. So I've got him by you know, for fifty pounds. But when you're not a a fighter or a wrestler, you know you don't really realize like the capability of fast hands is not cool, especially yeah. when you've been hit by them. I mean, there's this a variety of different toughness out there, right? Like there's. Farmer tough, rancher tough. You know, those guys are tough. You know, there's... Backpack hunting tough. Damn it, don't forget us. Yeah, no, they're, they're, there's all kinds of toughness, but like... White tail hunting <laughs> tough. <laughs> Turkey tough. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, there is. There's all kinds of toughness, and, you know, and when it all comes down to it, it's all about the mental aspect of it. You know, it's just, yeah, you got to be, you know, somewhat physically fit in all of those categories, but... When it comes down to it, it's all mental, you know, and I think that's what gives the wrestlers and the fighters the upper game, upper hand because mentally, you know, I'll go up that fire road with you, and yeah, I know you're going to beat me, but I'll get up there. I won't quit. Well, your team's lost. Yeah, you know, I mean, we'll get up there. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get up there, but it ain't going to be any, you know, record time. Yeah, well, getting to the top that all that matters, all that matters. <laughs> Although, that's that, let's talk about that for everybody that trophy. has a wife or a significant other hopefully amy doesn't listen to this but i think all of you can frank already told you this story so a amy is new to you know the outdoors but she's a couple years under her belt and keep in mind amy's italian and what a level of hard-headedness where did you put her frank very stubborn oh yeah, i don't believe through 10 hopefully i not no comment <laughs> so we're getting ready to leave and it's cold and i'm like hey honey i, I grabbed your mittens Okay, that's it, set them down. So I go, we load up, get in the truck. I'm like, oh, I forgot my gloves. So I run into the house, grab my gloves, jump back in the truck. Did you grab yours? I don't need them. And I'm like, what do you mean you don't need them? I don't need them, it's not that cold. And I'm like, I had to take a pause for the cause, lean back, like, calm down for a sec, and I'm like, honey, this is something I never wanna talk or argue about again. It's simple mathematics and common sense. It's 38 degrees outside with a constant 18 to 22 mile an hour wind, upwards of 25 to 30 mile an hour gusts. That brings our, you know, the wind chill factor easily into the lower 20s, teens. And you've got 25 to 30 pounds of dead weight in your pack. Why not put some gloves in there? Because it's not like we're backpacking in anywhere or a jacket. Because the other day I had to loan her my jacket. <laughs> but she would kick the Pope in the nuts before she would ever admit her hands were cold because she was like against the glove thing because once she made a standpoint so i'd be curious anybody listening uh chime in if you have any issues like that with your significant other luke have you oh yeah <laughs> oh yeah you need to come I, to mind and i could say i could say this because i know my wife doesn't listen to this podcast <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna throw it underneath the bus no i'm just kidding no uh yeah i just <laughs> there's some things just uh Bite your lip and just keep going and agree. That's one thing I've learned. <laughs> happy happy wife, happy life, right? And oh, yeah. That's I, what, probably what you're learning right now. Well, huh? yesterday I was just like, we went and I went up and down and I could see her putting her sleeves over her hands, mm -hmm. but she'll never. So she didn't take them at all. 
No. no. <laughs> yeah, that's what we call tough. <laughs> well, and I'm thinking, you know, all of, like I could sit and break down why you would bring them. And in her mind, she doesn't necessarily have to have them, but it doesn't make any sense not to put them in the pack because it's just training. And I could sprain an ankle. She could get, you know, hurt. She might have to lay there longer. It could rain like it did the other day. There's a million different things. It makes no sense not to bring them. But in her mind, I don't know what happened with, like with her like authority figure issue, but there's a fucking problem. Like I got to subtly like slide it in so it's her idea because if it's not, it may it just may not happen. And it's happened the same thing <laughs> like, with archery. Like the movie Inception, like you have yeah. to go that deep. <laughs> yeah, like three levels, right? Yeah. Like I've got to go a dream inside of a dream. <laughs> 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 totally off the subject, but we were talking about toughness, I, stubbornness. Like, I'm thinking now we're to the point she could have hypothermia and won't say anything because she said she didn't need gloves, and she is that hard-headed. <laughs> yeah, that's 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 that mental toughness mm-hmm. and stubbornness. Frank, that's why I guess you're single. <laughs> you're right. <laughs> Frank don't got any of that. He ain't got no mental or toughness. In uh, I, I've, I've uh, brought, uh, alone, the show alone has been brought up a lot in messages. You ever watch it? Mm-mm. Get out I know what it is, but I don't watch it. So, have you ever watched it? No. All right, you guys should watch Alone. So, in my opinion, with Alone, it's not really more the survival aspect because you get to carry so much shit in with you. You're just flat out alone, unless they lie, for a long period of time. You film yourself, and the last man standing wins like $500,000. Sounds like a vacation. So, I told Amy last night, because I got some messages of guys saying they're never going to let a guy like you on the show I got to say, you'd lose, right? So, And he's pointing at me, guys. Yeah, sorry. That's <laughs> Luke. Well, and this goes along the line of the different toughness. Yeah. Like, you fought in a cage, right? Yeah. Like, you're X, Y, and Z. You've got these things covered. Well, then I said, like, I was like, I wouldn't want to go against Frank because, Frank, you like being alone. Doesn't bother you? Mm-hmm. Frank may not come back. He'll just take the 500000 <laughs> right? Yeah. So there's different, like you said, totally different. T- I'm not saying you wouldn't make it. No, I'm saying I wouldn't, Dick. I, <laughs> I'd rather go take some money and go to the casino and try to win five hundred thousand. <laughs> well, every, everyone's different, and and you take like Frank. Frank, you've had no formal military training. You haven't fought in a cage, but you can stay pretty much indefinitely by yourself. I got some uh, Denver street fighting. Lamblo. <laughs> <laughs> The day when you came back and you're all fucking beat up, what happened? Well, my two friends said they could fight. <laughs> Those guys can fight, but apparently nobody can when they're drunk. I was like, I, f- I swung at a guy, hit him with my forearm. <laughs> Didn't you get kicked in the head? I got kicked in right in the eyeball. Oh, man. Yeah. It was good times. That's what's crazy. It's like, well, just like right now, this last week, my daughter's in jujitsu, and she's three years old, and she loves it. And I'm not, I'm, don't get me wrong, I'm not pushing it on her. I don't, I would, I do not want my daughter anywhere near fighting but yeah. she kind of comes with it but i'm telling you the class is full of kids doing that kid girls boys and girls and i'm like man could you imagine popping off somebody now like you know 10 years well, you from never, now you never yeah, know and they'll put you in a chokehold and you don't know what the hell happened yeah you know mm. How old are you? I am 38 so you, you and i are close so in the 90s right the most i in my opinion, the most you would have to face in a normal high school on the gut, whatever fight might have been a Golden Gloves boxer. Guy had yeah. fast hands. Tops, maybe. Karate was not really an issue because it was more katas and what's that other shit they do? Um, not necessarily applied. You know, a lot of guys watch Steven Seagal, which he was kind <laughs> of, a, I think that sword fighting is what he did. Yeah, and uh, John Claude Van Damme. Yeah, dirt clod goddamn. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to get in trouble for that. We're going to get another call today. Um, but that's the most like you'd have to face where now, Jesus, everybody's, you know, training. Yeah. I kind of wonder like police force, how much they've had to alter what they do oh, they because of to. mixed martial arts. Yeah. yeah. They have to. Well, you don't ever, you don't brag about fighting or anything else, but in in the reality of things, a normal average guy would take you. 20 seconds probably to hit put them on the ground yeah uh, you know you know what's crazy before i started fighting i was probably on my way to the clinker <laughs> i was gonna see prison <laughs> and you can ask my parents this too like i would be fighting all the time and 
um, once I started t taking uh, mixed martial arts up, I became so freaking mellow because, you know, I had nothing to prove. Like, if I couldn't go in a bar and beat somebody up as a professional fighter, then I better quit my job, you know. Um, and actually, when I got done training, I was just dead tired. I didn't want to do anything. And so, yeah, I mean... I'm telling you, like, even like Justin, like, you know, Justin, Justin doesn't come off like a hard-headed jerky. I mean, you wouldn't even know, like, you'd be like, man, this guy is, how, why is he so mean, tough, you know, and how is he, you know, this great in the cage, but he's just, he's a performer, and when it's time to go, and he signs that line on the contract, and he knows he's going to get that bonus, he's going to throw <laughs> his body out there, yep, he don't care. Well, remember, I think Forrest Griffin, he talked about, uh, there's something he was like, you know, when you're young and you walk into a bar, if you're an alpha male or a fighter, you're looking who can kick my ass and whose ass can you kick? Mm -hmm. That was me up until a point, uh, well, one age, but two, when I figured out, I went from where I figured at some one point in time, I was in the top 25% to the bottom 25%. So I'm looking around thinking, hmm, maybe I'm just going to stop looking <laughs> yep. and, not, and not, not to come like sound like a total pussy, but seriously, like... When you're younger, you feel like you can take on anyone, but, you know, as you get older or whatever, you get smarter, one, but then, two, you realize that old saying, you know, there's always someone tougher. Man, in this day and age, that number is significantly higher than it used to be. Absolutely. Uh, and you train people for a living. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's, it's crazy. Like, I, I'm, I, I blame this on my daughter because I think I tell everybody she's made me soft. <laughs> <laughs> oh lord uh, truthfully though i mean it's 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 quite a bit different nowadays than it than it used to be um which i don't think is a horrible thing i mean no. i don't think violence is going up it just is what it is but yeah i would say it's probably more probably disciplines people more gives them direction yeah I, I don't it's know, definitely saved a lot more people i know that, i mean i got a gym full of guys that it's just changed their lives and you know like myself too you know it's just totally put me in a better place in my life uh you know guys that i coach now same thing you know it's it's changed our lives and you know guys and girls you own that gym or do you yeah i'm part owner of it yeah. so give a give the spiel for that gym especially for the locals who may want to come yeah, down so and it's on a, get some instruction from master splinter <laughs> yeah come on in <laughs> and the ninja uh, turtle <laughs> yeah be a ninja turtle hey uh honestly it's uh it's a gym called genesis training center um it's off of uh 52nd and wads here in arvada um yeah we do boxing kickboxing uh we work with all ages we have uh 10th planet jiu-jitsu uh affiliated with us um yeah we do we do it all i mean we have all types of uh training pro cardio uh, we have a lot of mace training in there. I know we have shark fitness. Uh, Mike teaches that. He does uh, like kettlebells and uh, a lot of mace work, you know. What's uh, a mace? Is it that, that pole with like yeah, the ball in the end? Yeah, it's like uh, Joe Rogan does a lot of it, yeah. you know, like yeah. on it stuff, mm -hmm. ropes, battle ropes. Um, we have that, all that there. So, yeah, it, it, I mean, we got a one-stop shop, you know, and um, and on Mondays and Wednesday nights, if you come in at 6 o'clock, you get yours truly to teach you. I think Justin wants to beat me up because he bugged me again about sparring. Yeah, he did. Huh? He, <laughs> he did, did bring that up. Yeah, he did. He's like, you got to come in and spar. I'm like, well, I do need the workout, but dang it. You're like, yeah, I just watched that fight. I'll be right there. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Oh, Lord. I get to run him up and down the hill a few times to tire him out, and he still beat the shit out of yeah, me. Yeah, he's he's a gamer. Yeah, <laughs> he's funny. Here's, here's something while we're talking about men and women. We got a phone call this morning. Uh... It was kind of awkward, so a podcast Frank and I did on uh, floorless shelters, and I'll be interested in your take on this. Um, a guy called, he and his wife had decided to buy a floorless shelter from us. They listened to that podcast, and they said it was very demeaning towards women. Um, there was a couple cougar comments. Honestly, I can't remember exactly what we said, and, you know, I just told the guy, I said, hey, I've got a daughter and a wife. We donate a lot of money to, you know, basically getting women in the outdoors. I think, I don't know if how to explain this but well you and I and Frank and several others are cut from the same cloth and I think come things come across one you get desensitized you like Shanley Shanley has called me the p-word on more one occasion extremely fit woman crossfit like crazy six-pack abs a bit depressing to stand beside because she's so fit and she acts like a guy 
and then you hang around other women that act like a guy, you be you can kind of desensitize to where everybody's. You can say whatever without having to worry about offending someone. Basically, is what. Right, and that's what I told the guy. I'm like, man, I'd like to tell you, you know, that's the only podcast he'd listen to. And I was like, I've got a daughter, and she's very empowered, and I want her, you know, to to obviously be in controlling of any situation. So don't think about that. But I think if someone recorded us on a 3D course, I don't know that anyone would talk to us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I started thinking about how many white and Mexican jokes do we make? Yeah, it's... It's bad. It is. And I, I think I... There is a time and a place for it and like among people who you you know who you can joke around with but at the same time like if you don't like it what you're hearing don't turn it off don't listen to it I'd have to say like that probably applies to 99% of people that's not like everyone's perfect all the time especially behind closed doors like president trump for instance grabbing by the yeah <laughs> I probably shouldn't say, but yeah, I mean, that was that. What did he call that? Locker room banter, just people being people. Yeah. Well, and I, for me, you know, construction and you know, whatever, I, combat engineer. I was in the army, and then being hanging, my circle of friends is pretty small, and uh, you know, so I kind of, I got to be careful when I'm at the archery range. Like yesterday, Amy and I were shooting, and there were several people there that wanted to talk to me, and I made a a bad shot, and. Uh, I just put my head and went, fucking cocksucker. <laughs> and then I'm like. There's like a, a uh, church group next to you. Well, <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's the thing, right? Like, I'm not, uh, you know, I'm like, okay, that, can, can I get a mulligan there? Like, yeah. okay, I shouldn't have said that, but I'm so used to shooting one by myself, but two, not really thinking of my actions, which is, I'm not, it's not good. But Frank, there's other comments. Well, you're just as bad as me is what I'm getting at. And Luke, I know you're as bad as both of us as well. Yeah. But it's hard to, when you get on a podcast, you're trying to be organic and truthful and original. I mean, I'm going to make a cougar comment, and that doesn't mean I want to be demeaning towards women at all. I'm making fun of Frank. I almost feel like that's more empowering towards women. Well, they certainly- I thought they like it. I like The V like is a powerful <laughs> thing. I can tell you that. <laughs> I thought it's like a compliment. Crawl almost. through broken glass for that shit. <laughs> uh, yeah, it just some. I mean, I'll say it. Like there is, there is way more. You know, we're going back to that toughness thing, that mental thing. Yeah, pull you know, that speaker a little closer to you. There is ninety percent of men and women are. There is a lot of toughness people. I shouldn't say ninety percent because there's probably a lot more pussies out there than there is tough guys because. They're complaining over a podcast. What they got offended on it, you know? Come on, turn it off. Don't listen to it. I mean, there's other podcasts out there. You know, I'm sure there's gospel podcasts out there. Listen to them. You know what? That's what makes you guys unique and raw and organic and whatever. And the guy and I had a great conversation. He was super cool. I just was like, man, there's a hundred other podcasts you could listen to. I can think of several right now where they're lying and putting on a fake persona. And I said, I just want you to know we are all about women in the outdoors and, and promoting women. But I can't say that you won't listen to a podcast in three weeks from us that we're going to say something that's going to make you mad because we're desensitized to it and we, we mean well. Um and this isn't like I'm talking about he's not a hater. He just called for, like, feedback, and that was the only podcast he listened to. And I'm, like, thinking you could listen to 150 and 75 you'll love, and the other 75 you may never talk to us again. And we don't mean it that way, but you think about it. Like, if you had a podcast for MMA, I bet you're, you'd have half of a crowd of women wanting to dive in and train, and you'd have the other half thinking you're total dick. Oh, yeah. It'd probably be, yeah, way more. I'm a dick. <laughs> but that's just the way, how do you say it, the cookie crumbles? Yeah. But you're, you've got a wife who's a doctor and a daughter that you yes. totally adore, and I've never seen you've been demeaning to no. anyone. No. And it's just, like I said, it's just time and a place for that. Like, you know, when it's time to put the gloves on, I'll be that guy. But, you know, right now, I'm just having fun, and I'll kick back and... Do whatever, but yeah, just all you listeners, don't take such things so sensitive. Well, and I think with that, they hopped on and they finally decided to purchase ours and they want to use their buying power to support someone. And I just, they, he said, my wife thought you were totally, you know, basically crushing the female demographic of the way Frank and I are. And I'm thinking, I, I know we actually 
attract a lot of not attract because well frank's a pimp but um yeah. bring a lot of women <laughs> on because the customization the customer service that we go above and beyond to fit women for packs and get them in the outdoors and i'm like well i've donated more money to dana's outdoor career than 10 men combined right so <laughs> i don't know how much shit we've given her i just gave her camera lens but uh you know and same thing with amy and my daughter like i just got amy into sh- we're going hunting and she yeah. basically freaking vegan when i met her so i'm all about it that's what i was just gonna say like if you know every time we go shooting she's right along with you shooting with you you know and uh you know but that's your wife and that's what's cool and uh you know yeah even though she's a little hard-headed yeah well it you gotta be a little (laughs) hard-headed if you're married to you i think you know think about what it would take to be married to any one of us. So what's your oh. wife's daily battle? You on the phone or are you yeah. traveling? You on yeah, the phone? she's, and that's just something I've been working on too is staying off my phone, uh, especially around dinner time. <laughs> you know, it, it's- uh, You got the that, bowl by the dinner plate, you got to put your phone in. Yeah, I got to try to hide it like a little kid. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, I just, honestly, that's honestly probably the biggest complaint. Uh, I'm, you know, I'm obviously gone a lot from, you know, from coaching fights to now hunting. Um, but yeah, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a struggle. The struggle's real, <laughs> but she's good, man. I, I can't, like I said, she definitely is, <laughs> um, the rock of our relationship, man. She's good. She's a good woman. And yeah, I can't, uh, I can't thank her enough for putting up for my, my, all my stuff that I've put her through. Frank, are you going to find one? Working on something what's right it, now. What's it going to take to lock Frank down? Is that a question for me? Yes. <laughs> I want to hear. I'm not sure. I don't know. We'll see. Amy and I talk about it sometimes. It'll uh, be interesting. Jeez. I don't know. Yeah. Last one didn't work out. It happens. I think it has to do with uh, being gone often. And then yeah. wanting to go hunting like on the weekends instead of doing family events. I'm not a very. Uh, You're selfish with your time. I'm, yes. Yeah. It definitely has to be a give and take. Yeah. Which I'm not quite there on the give yet. Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, so especially during hunting season, we're just gone so much. And I mean. Well, it's getting worse, too, as we're funding a lot of your hunts because this year you'll be gone at least 150 days yeah, we'll be, holy we'll moly plus we do summer backpacking yeah. cardio in the afternoons well, this you, and that but you got to find somebody that's down to do that stuff with you like amy goes with you on a lot of these trips so yeah, yeah. that's that's the bonus yeah well and you she's never been a hindrance um yeah. but there's we i just don't take her when she's going to be and you could take that as i guess negative but i wouldn't take a man either i mean if well you <laughs> You think about it, I've had guys ask me to go and be like, man, I can't take you. You won't make it. Yeah. Oh, no, I'll make it. And I'm like, no, you won't make it. Like, I'm not going to take you. Uh, you know, if it's a training event where we're, like, doing a class, it's one thing. But how many people, oh, it's Phil Sheep Hunt, I would say 0.001% could hang back there of, of the planet. That's some gnarly country, yeah. So who are you going to, I'm not going to yeah. say, yeah, honey, come along. I just want to see you suffer and fall off cliffs and shit. Right. I mean, there's yeah. also a ladder of like respect. It's a bit of a liability. Yeah. Worry about what you're putting her through. Obviously that's why we're going to Texas to shoot turkeys. We can sit in a ground blind. Yeah. that That's fun though. And then you guys can have, you probably sweat your pulse off in that blind now in Texas, dude. It's probably hot as hell in there. I bet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so we'll see what happens. I don't know. Just got to find the right one. You well, know? there's a lot of huntresses out there. I don't know if I want a huntress. <laughs> Why not? I can't let them steal my thunder. No. No. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what would be difficult is I don't think I could. I don't. It would be difficult for me to have a competitive wife, mm-hmm. meaning shooting competitive, shooting bigger animal competitive. Not because I'm like not up for the challenge, but it's a pain. I mean, I want to have a fun relationship of like, if you want to be, you know, competitive in an argument, that's one thing, but would you want your wife to fight and constantly be throwing down in the ring with you? I mean, it'd be awkward as hell. And there, and there is couples out there that I see and I'm like, man, I could not do that. I mean, more power to them, you know, that they can do that. But I mean, I see, you know, married couples that they're both in UFC and, you know, and man, no way. Mm Mm-mm. That's not my cup of tea. You have to have a little bit of separation there. Yeah, you know, and I think that's what makes 
me and my wife's relationship work, you know, uh, I go gone for, you know, five days, seven days, and I come back, and she missed me a little. She liked you again. Yeah. <laughs> she forgot And then she's she like, when are you leaving again? Okay, cool. It's about that time. Go ahead. <laughs> Absence makes the heart grow stronger. Yep, yep. I honestly, I truly believe that. Yeah. What, uh, have you, uh, as far as, like, throughout the time, which I don't have no idea what this has to do with the podcast, has she ever been ready to just choke slam you and leave you because of the fighting? Oh, man, yeah. There's been uh, a few times, especially when, like, the days when I was fighting and I was cutting weight and, like, just hangry. You know what I mean? Like, ah, oh, man, don't nobody talk to me. Nobody come by me. I was, I was the worst weight cutter ever. And when I had to make my weight, like, two days day before weigh-ins i was miserable and then finally i just would snap on her and probably like me <laughs> quitting chewing yeah yeah, yeah. It's, it's very similar <laughs> and i would be like you know what just leave me alone and as we got more serious she just kind of knew to stay away from me everybody had to stay away from me but yeah there's a few times where i'm like god i'm sorry babe <laughs> how much uh, how much weight were you cutting typically uh anywhere from 20 on down Damn, twenty pounds. Yeah, that's gnarly. Which what you, is what ridiculous. What are you weighing in right now? Oh, I think I weighed in two days ago at one ninety six point six. How tall are you? Five <laughs> five. five? <laughs> but saw, yeah, I've been so, seeing you. You've been uh, you've been hammering down there in the gym in the afternoon. Well, you know, I started evening. I started shooting bows with Aaron again, and I, you know, this guy pops out his jacket and he's like a peacock now. He's like all ripped up. <laughs> he's more shredded than a julienne salad. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, who's this guy? So, um, actually, no, I just, you know, it's one of those things when you wake up in the morning, you're like, man, I got to get back and doing it, and I just got motivated, started working out again. You know, I, I take a little time for myself instead of, you know, training everybody else. I need to start training my ass before I got too fat, you know. And I, I, you know, I feel so much better. I was listening to, I was watching uh, Tom Segura's comedy, comedy, stand-up comedy the other day, and he's like, uh, he's like, I was in this hotel room the other day, and you know those hotel rooms that have all the mirrors surrounding the, in the bathroom? Yeah. And he's like, I was hopping in the shower, and I said, damn, somebody has, wants to have sex with me? I'm fucking <laughs> disgusting. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah, but yeah, I'm not that bad yet. But I was getting there. I'm trying. I've I've been kind of worried about because I put on. I think I'm two eighteen right now, about slowing down. But it hasn't been bad so far. But I've definitely packed on some some size. The last yeah, few months. yeah. You definitely look good. I I mean, no homo, but yeah. I was like, I was impressed. I, was, I made that video of us shooting with Justin, and I was like, oh god, look at this guy. Well, at least you weren't commenting on his dong. Yeah, like you, you, you were last time. Hey, dude, I'm told you I need to order. I need to get those underwear that he had and those pants. Good <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> yeah, the uh, I think I don't. Uh, Pranas or they were the cool renegades. Cool renegades. They tent. Uh, they tent a bit. I'm trying to get off the comp. Uh, I don't want to talk about my wiener. <laughs> the uh, tent. No, that tent. was that was tent. a bulge, bro. <laughs> it wasn't a tent. It was uh, a bulge. <laughs> yeah, it's those sheath underwear. Yeah. Although there ain't much going in that sheath when it's cold. But what was I last year? One ninety eight, two hundred. Yeah, yeah, around there. And yeah. in there. So yeah, I don't put eighteen pounds. But I did the diagnostic. Thing. They said I've I've put on. I haven't gained any fat. So Jesus. Um, but I, I strength wise has gone, you know, up. And obviously this is I've gone on the test replacement therapy, and it's it's a, made a significant, you know, difference, and as well as in in strength. But I don't know. I've gotten some stupid emails about. You know, it's cheating, but I mean, if you get antibiotics, you're fucking playing sports. Jesus. Well, I guess I kind of looked at it as like if you get infected, you get antibiotics, you know, your body needs that to heal or whatever from head injuries and whatever else. I just needed it. And it's It's not cheating. You're putting it back in your body. Your body already has it. Yeah. Just like when we get older, you know, we lose our levels. It's not cheating. We're just getting it supplement back in. And. I'm going to be quite honest. I cannot wait to get on it. <laughs> yeah. You should document it on your show. Oh, yeah, document it and do some before and after pictures and me and my skivvies. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. Uh, yeah, I uh, I don't know. I've been, they I take s- photos of you over there before and after? No. Uh-uh. Oh, that'd be I mean, cool. they noticed they like yesterday, Amy and I went in there and, and they had mentioned, because they follow me on social media. Here's a go down another squirrel hole. So they're all not hunters and they... 
you know, they watched that one dude shoot that bear and the cat. And so I'd lay them out on how the circle of life works because yeah. they all love bears. And I'm like, you do like, like they're the number one killer of calf elk and wolves, you know? And I'm like, I went mm-hmm. over the scenario with uh, Harold Farnbrook and the grizzlies or the brown bears eating all the moose calves as they pop yeah. out. And they just didn't know. And it goes into like putting your, you know, not to get on the freaking conservation, hashtag conservation thing, but putting your best foot forward as a hunter to explain things. Yeah. Not look. I was like, hey, look, and he, Amy was there like, it was an eye opener for me. Like she, Amy didn't know either. And I'm like, look, for example, you know, I, you know, as far as these major swings, if humans weren't involved, all the ungulates would, would you know, numbers would be super high and then all the predators would eat the ungulates and then the predators starve and then ungulates build back up where we keep a a balance to it. And, and they understood, obviously when I left, they totally got it. But, um, it, it was interesting initially because all of them were like horrified by the thought of shooting any animal but none of them were vegan. And I'm like, well, wait a minute. Yeah. yeah what are they taking, vegan fucking protein? Yeah. Well, that's what I was like. You guys eat steak? And I'm like, well, that animal had a life too. You just paid somebody to kill it. Yeah. Right? I, what Rogan call you killed it with your checkbook. Yep. And they understood that more. And I'm like, how many times have you only ate half a steak and thrown it away or half a burger? You're wasting animal and that, that animal had a life. And people, you know, educating them, they just didn't, they didn't think about it that way. Yeah, they way. don't see it the way... They they only want to see it the way they want to see it, you know, or hear about it the way yeah. they want to hear about it. And they were super cool about it. I mean, they're all great. Um, they uh, but yeah, obviously Jessica was one of them. She was the one on the podcast um, from FitMD, and and that's where I I went. But I don't. Why? When are you going to get back on? I think I'm. Uh, well, I haven't got back on yet, and I'm gonna. I started going hard, uh, working out religious again. I'm gonna probably do it maybe right after our, we come back from BC. Then I can uh, continue my uh, my uh, world class bodybuilding figure. <laughs> exactly. You can, you're at the very very early stages right now. Yeah, I'm about, yeah, I'm about, I'm about to way before. <laughs> you have to cut out them burritos. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> How much? That's one thing that's got to screw you up as you train all the time, and so it's not like you can. Bri- the only thing you've got is diet. You can't right. really train anymore. I mean, you train differently, but yeah, I, I honestly I, I can train differently, and but I'm always like everybody's like, man, you got the best job. You're always in the gym, blah blah blah, and I'm like, yeah, dude, I'm telling you, it's it's like when I in the gym and I'm done training that person, I want to leave. You know what I mean? I, I want to get out there. I don't even want to work out myself anymore there, you know, because I'm usually, you know, answering questions or helping somebody out there while I'm there. That's why I went and got a membership up by my house because on my way home or if I'm bored at home, I'll just go to the gym and put my headphones on. Nobody knows me up there. I get my workout in and I'm done, you know. Whether at the gym down here, everybody knows me. Hey, hold some pads for me. You know, hey, what about this fight? Should I take this fight? You know, blah, blah, blah. Just everything asking me from hunk dong. And how am I supposed to get my swell on when I'm, you know, answering questions? <laughs> well, there's a lot of truth to that in any world. I think like last night I slept better than I ever have because I shut the phone off. Because mm-hmm. I was literally ready to fucking break. I mean, it was getting bad with dumb questions and good and good ones, you know, both. But. Like at seven, I turned the phone off. When we watched a horrible movie called Iceman, I strongly suggest never watch that. <laughs> Whoever directed that should not be directing any movies. So we watched like 20 minutes of that, but I shut the phone off. And you're right, it's easier to go to, I mean, get a, get a break. You know, you can't think of backpacks and arrows all the time or your brain will blow up. Right. Yeah. And maybe you should go on the TV show alone. <laughs> Jesus. Well, people are like, you wouldn't make it five minutes without your phone. And I'm like... The, one of the happiest times of the year for me is in British Columbia. We don't have cell service. What do we get it one every once every couple of days? We yeah. stop on the hill and get in the it. Morning. Yeah, which is nice. So, so it's you're saying that I can't do any Instagram videos? Usually, you got to drive down to the hill, so you need to do it on your <laughs> record. It. Yeah, exactly. Oh, <laughs> uh, it'll be all right. I'm sure we'll be fine. Yeah, no, it'll be good. So tell me a little bit about BC. Like I'm, I'm, you know, so. Me and my buddy Drew are going to go up. We're going to make a film out of this whole hunt. Um, you know, obviously I get a hunt with Frank and Aaron, and they're going to be up there. I think the guide's Lander. Jeff Lander. Boy. Yeah. yeah. 
what what's what's to expect? I mean, I know Frank told me a little bit about it, but I really want to know what am I in for? It's different than you think. What I compared it to is like when you drive around the mountains here, you every once in a while you'll see some deer hanging out. Up there, it's like that with bears. Like you drive around, you see bears. You don't you don't see anything else. You just see bears. Yeah, you don't see anything, and you don't hunt till four two two thirty. If you bug them, it's only in the afternoon. So you sleep in, right? There's a lot of shooting. There's a lot of screwing off, uh, a lot of shit talking, and a lot of eating of Raisin Bran for me. Um, And then really you either drive around or walk deactivated roads, drive around glass, and then you'll see one. And they're coming out of the den sometimes, so they're pretty kind of rum-dum. And then you just kind of plan the stock or you'll sit on a field and wait. I mean, from the cafe, Frank, he Tokyo drifted his on a mountain bike. Yeah. Really? Hauled ass on a mountain bike, pulled up and fucking shot it straight off the bike. Just, I was saw it on Lander's handlebars. And just, I got my goal here trying to break down my shitty wall. <laughs> no, yeah, we rode around on the bikes and saw one up in a, in a farmer's land there. And you saw the film, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, so bears, it's just bears. pretty much open country, too, right? Like, I mean, they'll be in the, in the grazing. Yeah, well, it's super thick country, but yeah, you pick them out in in open fields or like little like grassy patches on the side of the road or or whatever. Um, when that it thaws, which we won't be there for that in the high country, you go up into these burns that happen, and they'll be up in there eating grass or or berries, which generally not berries because they're not out yet. But um, for us, we're in the lowland. And shot wise, how far am I looking to shoot out? Well, I've uh, for man, you, it for could be you, anything. Yeah. You might want to get close. <laughs> close, <laughs> yeah, close. Well, the first year I shot mine at maybe 18 or 20. The second year, we won't discuss that distance. It was quite far. And then last year I shot it at, I don't know which time. I shot it like four feet, six oh. feet, 17 yards and... 15 yards or something and frank you shot yours what 28 30 yeah 30 yeah, yeah 30 yards um in that tree stand i'd say an average shot's 28 to 30 you know could be right at the base of it um yeah it just depends man it depends on how sneaky you are hmm. i've stalked in a field from 300 yards away it was on in on a sow we didn't shoot on a wide open field it probably took an hour and a half and i got 24 yards from a a sow in an open field feeding just was super quiet and I was wearing black and just little by little when you know they can't see well feeding away and then I got up and mostly I figured out it was a sow because the grass was tall I I could tell by its ankles but I couldn't see its head the cubs were right above me (laughs) (laughs) doing that and I was like oh sweet baby Jesus it's got cubs yeah red alert okay okay um nice Uh, I'm excited I'm telling you I am excited what do you think i mean like are you like on a level nine or ten scared of bears oh i'm gonna be like right about 10.5 i mean I'm, i see bears all around all the time around where i live you know but you know it, it, they're like neighborhood bears you know they <laughs> they see you and they're just little they run off you know but you know, like I said, I, I was it two, three years ago, I went to Hell's Canyon and I shot one with a rifle and I tried to hunt one with my bow for five days on the last day. I was like, man, give me that rifle. And I'm a hundred yards away. And when that bear came out, dude, I was shaking <laughs> like a little school girl. I was, I was shaking so bad. And my camera guy was like, are you going to shoot it? And I couldn't even get my glove off. Like I was that shaky and I was like, man, what is wrong with me? And I was so pumped up. And I started thinking like after we got it all loaded in uh, in the ride and everything. And I was like, God, what the heck would I have done if I was like 20 yards from that thing? I couldn't even draw back my bow, I bet. <laughs> Guaranteed. I'd have been like just <laughs> shitting my brains out, dude. I've been scared. So scared. What? Which one's this one here? That's from uh, the your, you got your Grizz. So this is okay. So I get. So this one was the, I think it was six eight maybe. Anyway, this was about the size of the one you shot last year, but not the same head size. Frank shot the fattest bear in the world last year, but like uh, the one last year where that you shot, I mean it was posturing up when you shot it like he stood on like gorilla it he stood on both 
Really? And then I, 30 yards? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I'm definitely a little nervous. <laughs> the one that I shot, I had missed, and it rounded into the wood line, and I, I huffed at it, which made it come in, and I was wearing black. And the first time, it was like from me to Frank or maybe the wall on the first shot, which wasn't a great, I was running backwards like a little bitch. <laughs> and uh, second shot was a lot the same, but in the other shoulder. But what was funny is Gary, when we went in there, there's arrows and shit everywhere and holes all over the bear. And my story, as I told it on the way there, when we we're cleaning it out, you could see this <laughs> hole from right here. He's like, how far did you draw your bow back? I'm like, not very fucking far running backwards, Gary. I was <laughs> <laughs> I didn't pull through very much. But then they had a bear, a guy get eaten up there um, four years ago. And then the, his buddy shot the bear off the guy and it blew his elbow, you know, out to get the kill the bear. And that was a nuisance bear. So it can happen. But for the most part, I mean, it's generally not a problem. <laughs> just, yeah, just I got definitely super... don't need that to happen. <laughs> Lander's got bear spray and we'll have I'm sure somebody will have a gun. There. Yeah, you'll no. be fine. You'll be fine. I'll How quick pr- are you on your feet? I'll protect well, you. You can't. You, you, you can't. Gotta, run. He's got <laughs> asthma. Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty much screwed, boys. You're probably <laughs> faster than Lander, and he's a big meal, so we're all good. Uh, okay, yeah. cool. Yeah, yeah. Just make sure when you run by, give him like a solid leg kick. Yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah, it's just uh, well, and then you start talking about the grizzly bears. Like, how many grizzlies will we see up there? Oh, we're gonna see some grizzlies. No yeah. way. Oh, I'm sure we, we saw, saw grizzlies on the first day on the very first. 20 minutes of the first hunt like now yeah. tell me like do you see them from the distance or do they come on up on you or well we had to shoo them off the freaking road they were on the road we were driving up on the bicycle right off the side oh you were on the bicycle when they're yeah. on the road okay yeah, yeah. yeah. i'm definitely might get sick now i would, <laughs> I would, I would <laughs> yes i'd say the most concerning thing would be coming around a corner and there'd be a grizz right there but, yeah especially but like you you can see them from a ways off but yeah that would be the most concerning thing you'll be fine I wouldn't worry about it. Just keep that bike in sprint mode and you're good, dude. <laughs> what do you get on that? 28 miles an hour? You can sprint? pedal past 28, but yeah. you really oh, got to push e-bikes? it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm cool, boys. <laughs> yeah. I like that. Remember when Lander was telling us we should be driving on Eco and he was on like the fastest one? He was on sprint, yeah. I was like, how's he keeping up with us? But yeah, it's because we were on the whatever conservation freaking mode and he was on the fast mode he did a scorpion and didn't tell us and cracked his vertebrae he ate shit he had to go to the hospital recently because it was still affecting him he totally shot over the handlebars landed on his face and head and he didn't tell frank and i till what a week later (laughs) (laughs) no way where's lander i don't know (laughs) yeah you could jack yourself up on those bikes man those things are they haul yeah they're handy. Yeah, I love them. Don't I was, get me wrong. I love them. I was at the haunted house when you shot yours, yeah. um, and I was driving all over getting what? What? Like grass is greener than. Wait center. a minute. What'd you call it? A haunted house? That's what they call it. What, the, where the hell are we going, boy? It's like, like a, oh, there's some like inbred a, a, shit going abandoned on town, kind of like a ghost town down there. Uh huh. Everyone that's lived in that home there has said it was haunted. Oh, Aaron's oh. like, I'll go hunt there. Shit. Yeah, of course. I mean, you could go ahead and hunt there. That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> At least like plates falling off the shelves and I didn't, I was hoping a ghostly bear would come out and make it easy, but I got over to you guys in pretty, pretty short, short order. You know, I mean, it's probably five miles away or something and got yeah. to them quick. Those bikes are handy, but yeah. Huh. So what's the plans now? Who do you think Justin's going to fight? Oh man, I'm telling you right now, it's, uh, He's up there. He might be getting uh, the call to fight, you know, Khabib. I honestly think that's the fight that Khabib wants, you know. Um, you know, McGregor might say he's retired, but I don't think he's retired. That's another fight that McGregor might take. But if McGregor really wants to win, he won't take that fight because Justin will put him to sleep too. Um, man, you know, I honestly w- would like to see the Diaz I uh, like to see uh, that fight happen. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's it's definitely going to get interesting here. Um, I know the champ comes off. Khabib gets out of suspension from that whole McGregor incident when he jumped the cage and started beating up the um, <laughs> coaches and everything. Uh, he comes out of that suspension in September. So, um yeah, we'll wait and see. I don't know. It's, what about Ferguson? Ferguson, he's so he's having troubles too, legal issues. Um, that's a fight that I think um, might happen too. But I mean, tomorrow night, 
uh, Dustin Poirier and Max Holloway fight for the interim. So that's another fight that might happen. But, I, you know, I, there's going to have to be somebody to fight him. And I don't know who it's going to be, honestly. I, it's going to be interesting to see what happens. And um, I'm telling you right now, nobody below him wants that fight. Nobody's going to want it because they see what he does and how he fights. And, like, it's such a risk taker. You know, and where did he go from seven to five? Yeah, he went ranking? from seven to five. Yeah, he probably should have got bumped up more. Yeah, I would think at least. Yeah, I mean, because personally, I, I mean, rankings don't mean shit anyways. But I mean, it is nice uh, to get up there. But like I said, he he is in the driver's seat because one, people he's going to fill stadiums. Yeah, people want to see that guy fight. They love watching him fight and. You know, out of all of his fights, uh, he never is dull. I mean, he lives up to his nickname, the highlight. And, you know, anybody who's ever pulled him up on YouTube or like, holy cow, this guy's been like that from day one. He really has. He really has. Who do you want to see him fight? <sighs> you know, honestly, I know the goal. The goal for him is to fight for that championship belt. So, you know, as me as being a retired fighter... I want him to make as much as money as possible just because he deserves it. You know, uh, he needs to make it that he needs to make that cheddar, you know, um, because one at one point in his life, he's not going to have the fight game anymore to do. His body won't be able to hold up anymore. And, you know, so he needs to take advantage of making as much money as possible. And that's what I think he should do. And granted, you know, right now he's in the driver's seat for that title shot. So, I, I don't know. I, li I like to see him fight either uh, Diaz or uh, McGregor right there. Probably those two right away. And then let the winner of the Holloway Poirier fight uh, happen and then see what happens with uh, Kabi and whoever the winner of that is. So we'll see. I mean, hopefully by this year he gets a shot, but for sure next year. So we'll Dana pretty happy with the outcome? Oh, man, Dana loves this guy. I mean, how do you not like this guy? I mean, he's in it to entertain, and that's what a promoter's dream is. When you get a fighter like him to entertain the crowd and sell, you know, that many tickets, he, you know, he doesn't have a problem writing Justin a check. Yeah, and he stays out of trouble. Yeah, you know, he's a good, clean yeah. kid, you know. Uh, you know, he represents America, you know. He he loves to support his country. He works with a lot of uh, veterans. Uh, you know, he, you know, he's the good old American boy is what he is, you know, and how do you not like him? How do you not want him to succeed? You know, he doesn't go around talking crap about other fighters. Um, although he, he definitely can do it. He definitely talks crap uh, like everybody else, but he does not go out starting, instigating stuff. Um, yeah, he's, He's definitely good for the sport. What, uh, as far as like, um, you, with the, de you know, kind of going over obviously ours option as far as fighters go, when, like, uh, how do I put this? Because I, he wrestled was his big thing. Like, how did he do with wrestling in college? Oh, man, he was an All American. Uh, I think he played sixth his junior year, and then uh, I don't know how he did his senior year, but. Um, yeah, to be an All-American wrestler in college, I mean, you are a stud. Why does he not use that fighting? Just in case he has to open it up, he will? Yeah, I mean, honestly, in in little aspects, you know, in his defense, he does use his wrestling. Like, he defense. stops a lot of takedowns. Yeah. He does. Um, this last fight, you would I, I wanted to really say that everybody would have saw his wrestling if the fight would have went on a little longer because, you know— as far as game planning for this guy, he was definitely going to get pick this guy up and slam him. I promise you that. Um, just because Edson was such a phenomenal striker, we had to, you know, go back to the drawing board, you know, use his wrestling. And But you didn't get a chance to see that because Justin's hands are freaking <laughs> heavy-handed, you know, let alone with his kicks. I mean, right away, you know, Justin Justin's going to bring you the fight regardless. He doesn't care. He's fearless. He doesn't. He does not care. He's definitely kind of like how you are walking up to bears and stuff. <laughs> he is fearless, you know, oh, when it comes yeah. down to when he shuts that, he shuts that, um, 
that cage door, he that's his his comfort zone, you know. Those those ears of his freaked out Amy. Yeah, she, she did. Up. She's like, yeah. oh, those are scary. Yeah, they're like they're that's <laughs> cauliflower. Yep, you know? and uh, it's he that's his badge, you know. He's he has the badge, and I don't know, like before his fights, this fight was the worst one for me because you know, and all you know, I've cornered Justin through most of his career, and I always get nervous with him just because. He's just, uh, you know, he's a goddamn buddy of mine. Like he's, I'm like his older brother. And when this fight was just different, just because I know how dangerous Edson was. And, you know, he's so close of, you know, achieving his goal of being a world champion. And you just want the best for him. You, you put so much time and energy into him, and you just want the best for him. And this fight, before we go, went out and we're in the locker room, man, I could not hold my shit together. Justin's <laughs> making fun of me. He said he could hear him. <laughs> Are you puking? Oh, dude, I was just so nervous, dude. I've never felt this way, like, before a fight. Like, I get nervous before his fights, and I'll and I'll dry heave a little bit. Oh, this time I just straight chucking water out of my system, dude. <laughs> and just as I come out of the bathroom, and they're like, what is wrong with you? Hold it together. Act like you've been here before. <laughs> and I'm like, man, I don't know. It must have been that sushi. <laughs> is he pretty mellow before a fight? Oh, um, man, it's crazy. I mean, he said it best. Like, on the interview with uh, after his fight, he's like, man, he gets so worried because he doesn't feel emotions. He doesn't get nervous. He doesn't feel anything. He just wants to go out and do this. Like, you know, us grabbing our boat, going to the range, and shooting, flinging arrows. That's how he feels before he goes into a fight, you know? And when I fought, man, I was fucking like, why am I doing this for? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, go get a job, Luke, <laughs> you know? But then once you're in there and you get hit once time, you're like, you love it, you know? But he he's just a different breed, man. He loves... He loves to entertain. He, lo I mean, he he said a breath. He said in his all his interviews, he was born and bred to do this, and I, one hundred twenty percent believe it. But well, he said his nephew. They're raising him the same yeah. way. He's like he's gonna be a straight up peak. Whatever he, he said, and he is, dude. He's a little Noah man. He's a straight up little wrestler now and fearless. He doesn't care. He he was watching Justin's last fight. He's like I don't know. I think eight years old, six years old, and. His dad was crying because he was so happy for yeah. you know his brother-in-law, and his son looks at his dad and goes, "What's wrong with you? Did you lose your toy?" <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. He's like, "Come on, dad, they just won," you know. But yeah, it's uh, Justin's definitely. Uh, if you haven't sent, checked him out, check him out. He got a. Uh, Justin Gaethje, man. And he know. dresses great. <laughs> yeah, if you haven't checked out my page, he's in sweatpants and a, what is it, a cryptic hoodie, and he's out there with a recurve and yeah, trying he, to shoot. He yeah. was shooting. He grabbed, uh, I put it together for him. It was a, a fastback that Stryker sent me, and uh, it was pretty funny because he had Solomon Green, those shoes <laughs> like we wear, and then these purplish I don't know what they Blue were. Sweat sweats, joggers. <laughs> he, he, yeah, Luke's jogger. like, can you crop out the bottom half and the photos? <laughs> and then kind of a flat brim. What was that hat? Uh, I don't know. Uh, Onyx, one of his uh, uh, gear deals. Yeah. yeah. And uh, it was pretty freaking funny. Although, I got to say, it was a miracle. I think we only broke two arrows. There was a lot of, you know those At bears the, yeah. on the hillside, the two bears? Mm -hmm. He was launching shit into those. And then on the pig, he hit the rocks. I don't know how we didn't break more. That's where the no, we did. We broke four because we broke yeah, two on the bears. Yeah, because I got the bow then in my hands and I was chucking it. This is Luke shooting. He's like, oh, I've seen it. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 uh, it was fun, but yeah, everybody was commenting. Was the wind blowing that bad? You were shaking so hard. <laughs> I know that people don't realize how hard it is to hit shit with that bow. Oh, it takes man. a lot of practice. It definitely does, but it's fun. I ain't gonna lie, it's definitely fun, but. Yeah, I, I'll give I'll give uh, credit to Justin though. He he shot all twenty targets yeah. with that thing, and he did good. He I, definitely shot some foam. That's I texted for sure. Rogan a couple of those videos. He he just replied ha 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 with the uh, the first one was Justin shooting, and the next one was you shooting a pig over the top. <laughs> but yeah, yeah he. Well, I think he's smart enough. He's sticking with this compound. Well, the first thing he told me when it was in the first year when I had just decided at the Western Hunt Expo, we did a podcast, and he didn't know me as well then, and he literally, I said that, he looked at him, he was like, why? 
why would you want to be less accurate? <laughs> yeah. And I was like, well, shit on my dreams, man. But yeah, yeah. He, uh, I don't think. I mean, he probably gets it, but I don't. I don't think it's something he's going to take up by any means. No, and. I, I think I could do it just to shoot for fun, but, man, no way could I hunt. I have a hard enough time shooting anything with my compound bow, let alone. Just think how bad your hunting partner feels because he's stuck back there. <laughs> Sorry, Frank. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, you didn't. You don't mind being gone. It's better than being at work, but I don't know. Were you about ready to go on the deer hunt? Or? Shit, I stay out there as long as yeah, possible. It, I like deer hunting. I think, pr- really, it was more of, one, we were, I needed more food. Well, you did, too. We had some left, but yeah. not much. But it was more of a, you said I smelled like an onion. Or did you smell like an onion? Oh, was, we both smelled like shit. Yeah, so It was I'm like sure. 14 days, 13 days with no shower. But, you know, the having, not to pump up your tires anymore, I've hunted with enough people it is almost impossible to find a guy that can hunt for two weeks and not bitch. And uh, even when you were about to die from syphilis or whatever you had, it was like, <laughs> I said, hey, I'm going to get out in glass. <laughs> I could hear him. I'm going to stay here for a while, sir, because his stomach was all fucked up. You were hurting, huh? Something was wrong. I, I thought we were going to, I thought his appendix burst. Like, I thought oh, we were going to have to fall no. life light. That was on when we came back in. But, yeah, I don't know. I mean, that was... I've done a couple hunts for 10 days with people where you're ready to you, to kill them, you know? And yeah. That's one thing nice with you is he, Frank doesn't ever complain. <laughs> you don't have to tell him what to do, and there's He's not done. any major crises or anything. It's all pretty simple. I'm glad we did come down, though, because my hands hurt. I, mean, I didn't complain as much then as I was in my mind, but my hands were pretty— it looked like a, I looked you like had, Deadpool. You had cauliflower hand. Really? Oh, it was goofy from freaking a plant. I'd never even heard of that. It's yeah, stupid. that's nuts. I don't know. I, me, I could. I watch some of the pl- thing places you guys go and the hikes you guys go on all the way up to your spots, and I'm like, okay, once I get up there, I'm staying up there. I run out of food. I'm running out of food. I'm not coming back down and going making that trip twice in one season. I'm gonna do it, and I'm gonna stay up there until I get it done. And then, yeah, I can't. I can. I'm not making multiple trips where you guys go. I don't. I really don't mind. I mean, yeah, I, don't, I know. That's what I'm yeah. saying. Like, you're just a different breed, though, when it comes to that kind of stuff. Yeah. Well, and I, you're just, you're probably more fucked. Up. You, I think you do probably do better alone than I do. I would I'd, say I'd prefer to stay if I could, but if I have to come out, then I'll come out and go back. But yeah. That, that was the big thing. Is I think I was probably the final deciding factor of, man, let's go back. I'm going to go to the doctor and we'll come back in. And because, yeah, it wasn't like either one of us were. We're dying, but I certainly, the motivational level when I missed that last time, I don't know where yours went, but mine went straight down the mountain with the deer. It was bad. <laughs> I was like, Jesus. It was just, but again, if I had some asshole in camp that was super negative, it would have been hard to keep going, you know, yep. but where Frank was like, oh, that was a good one. I mean, you almost got it. And he didn't, you know, that was it, right? There was, wasn't a whole lot said other than me cussing like, fuck, I can't believe I missed that thing. <laughs> it was funny, like, with you, I, when I was videotaping that shot, when you shot that ram at the American Bowman, <laughs> Amy in the background, oh, that's okay, babe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's like, oh, that was really close is what she said. Uh, I was like, yeah, babe. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. She's funny. I She gets it now, but uh, the thing that... I don't know, people, I don't know how many messages do you get? Do you have any tech tips for success? Do you get those? Mm. I'd say the one number one tech tip above and beyond, obviously, practice and train and everything else is, you know, don't be a pussy and don't give up. Just well, somebody, stay at it. Someone sent me a message yesterday and was like, dude, there's this there's this hunt in this state that I live in, and um, my all my friends said I shouldn't do it because it can't be done with a bow. I really want to do it. There's a lot of deer there. I'm like, well, why the fuck? Just go do it, man. Why yeah. do you, like, don't embrace yeah. the negativity. Just, if you think you can do it and you want to do it, then fucking go do it. Yeah. There's too much deliberating and theorizing online with people anymore. It's like, dude, if there's something you want to do, just go do it. Well, yeah. that's that, that. That's the problem with, like, a lot of, like, social media things. Like, people are like, oh, I got to get approved or... Oh, getting bad info of like, oh man, you shouldn't do that. Especially yeah. when someone tells me I can't do something. Yeah, that I'm makes me it. want to do yeah, it even I'm definitely, more. Yeah, that that was probably my motivation of being a UFC fighter. Like, everybody's like, dude, why are you doing this fighting deal? Don't do that. You ain't gonna do it. Yeah, you ain't gonna get to the top. Watch me, because every time I got one of those, why are you doing that? You shouldn't do that. It made me just kept on doing it again. That's definitely why yeah, I started probably like out. the fucking Audad thing. Like, I'm sure a thousand people probably told you, I fucking Audad with a stick bow, and then he goes and kills an Audad yeah, with a stick bow. It's yeah, like, absolutely. Dude. Yeah, yeah. No, it was, I mean, 
it is what it is. But I think that um, people would be uh, surprised, like if if you just don't, if you just stay, if you're, you know, being out there, you're, you know, like you know, just waking up and showing up to work. That's half the battle right there, you know. So yeah. just being out there and using some common sense. The thing is that generally happens in most people's minds, and I've seen it a lot is something will happen that is uh, out of the norm, that's negative, and then the excuses start to creep in the back of your mind of, okay, like you, your fuel bottle leaked. Yep. Well, that's not going to stop you and I. We'll fucking find a way. I'll I mean, we'll build a fire and boil water. My water it. filter broke on the very yeah. first day, dude. <laughs> like, shit. You messaged me on the Delorme. <laughs> you're like, dude, this stupid-ass pond, my water filter broke. And at the time, I'm thinking, well, at least you have water, you dick. But I had some. I just had to drop a little. <laughs> But you didn't didn't stop you at all. There's no reason to come out. Um, you know, just staying out there and being mentally strong and having a positive attitude. And I, it was depressing. I watched that hunting video. It basically, my video was like six days of me getting the shit kicked out of me eating off-grid food, shoveling it in my mouth, saying, "Well, today was rough. I missed one again." And but I stayed out there. Eventually, it, you know, panned out. You know, and and if you go back, you're definitely not going to kill one. Yeah. I, I mean, it, it's hard to kill anything from the couch. Last no, time I checked, that's the truth. What was that meme they just posted? That ninety-nine percent of hunt. What was it about? You have a better chance of hunting, killing a deer if you go hunting. If you actually go hunting, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, we're at one oh six. Is there anything else we want to cover? I don't know. Everybody should be pretty educated. Educational. Educational. There you go. Educa there it is. There's Educa the word for the day. Educational. <laughs> That's what we've been waiting for. Educational. Oh, go over to Gladiators Unleashed on the, I don't know, it's several photos down and enter the uh, TP giveaway that we, we're doing with Gladiators Unleashed. Yeah. Um, it's, uh, what is it, Eight Man TP? Yeah. Eight Man uh, Yeah. I can't thank this man and this company enough for supporting us. Um, yeah, man. It's, I have one of those myself and, they're badass. So if you want to get a eight man teepee, all you gotta do is uh like and comment on the thing or repost tag a friend. I think that's what it is and um yeah, we'll pick out a winner. He's gonna pick out a winner here. What Oh, what's it today? The twelfth? I don't know. In the next week I'll probably pick out a winner. Um and I, I will say if you don't like the eight man and, and we have something else laying around if you want a tut or something, you you can't go up in price money, but you can't <laughs> go down. So anything, you know, less we'll swap it out or whatever, not a big deal. Oh, and the Cody Mooney Memorial shoot. That's the twenty seventh of April. I would say don't forget to sign up, but I believe it's full and Yeah, it's sold out already, man. Yeah. It's definitely sold out and that's for a good cause. Um Yeah, the American Bowman and you guys have uh teamed up and man, I tell you what, that's a great thing you guys are doing. Yeah, um, he was a good dude. Um his wife's super cool. Yeah. Um it I yeah, I just I want everybody to get over there, have fun, but spend a shitload of money because it all goes to his wife. So, well, yeah, not only that, but I'm I'm looking here in the office and I'm seeing all the donations that you guys got already, and that's not like half. Yeah, yeah half all over my house. It's uh, crazy. It? Yeah, yeah, that's good. I mean, it just shows you like the bow community way to pull things together. I mean, a lot of good people out there and good I, things. I have to say, of, Cody, if you're listening, I did eat part of the prize giveaway. <laughs> I love you, man. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> Dude, I couldn't take it. I was starving the other day, and I had that cashew crunch. <laughs> and it was sitting there from off grid. I'm like, man, I gave Cody a bunch of arrows. He won't mind. I'm sorry, brother. I'm hungry. Oh, uh, Lord. Oh, that's great. Uh, he was, man, he was a super good dude and always funny. So I'm glad we can do something to help his family. And, uh, and you know, it's like I said, the wife and, and the kids. And hopefully this is something we can do, you know, every year. And it may become a two-day event where we can run 300 shooters through. Um, yeah. You know, we'll see. But And I really appreciate American Bowman, um, you know, doing this for us. It's going to be tight up there, though, with 150 people. It'll be interesting, but it'll be fun. And, yeah, we do have, I don't know how many surprises, and we don't even have them all yet, but a lot of stuff. So, yeah. Cool. Well, thanks for tuning in, everyone. You guys got anything to say? No, no, no. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> uh, later. <laughs>